and verse 11. And that knowing the time, that now it's high time to wake out of the sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. When you believed, you're nearer than when you first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us, therefore, do what? Cast off the work of darkness. Let us put on the whole arm of light. Lord, bless one more time this able God of this church, whose name is Lord Jesus Christ. Never lost a battle in his life. Not about to lose one now, Jesus. It may seem like we've lost, but in the nick of time, you turn things around. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. God tell the devil to take a stomping parade off of our ground, for we shall prevail. We shall be conquerors, more than conquerors. In these last days, you may be seated. Good to have you in the house of the Lord Jesus. This is the house of the Lord. This is not the house that Jack built, it's the house that the Lord built. Can you say amen? My title is Wake Up Call. Wake Up Call. Wake Up Call. I love these little iPhones. People don't like them. They preach against them. I now can't live without one. You know what? It has a wake-up call feature to it. Because I love my sleep. And I need something to make an unfamiliar sound. To shock me out of my rocker. Something to quicken me. To stir a response in my lifeless body. I need some warnings. I need some signs, some signal, some grim reminder. Amen. Outside the norm. I need a blast. I need a sharp reminder that's time to get up. Otherwise, you're going to miss your flight. And there's one thing I don't want to do is pay twice. For the same flight. And I don't want to be late at the gate. I want to make sure I'm there on time. And I finally met somebody that believes like I do. That believe in going and waiting for the pilot. Rather than the pilot waiting for me. Now I don't know how fast this is. Maybe 156,000 miles an hour or feet per second. But the speed of light is too fast. For me to get changed. To be ready for an occasion that the lawsuit has a twinkling of an eye. The twinkling of an eye, you don't have time to change your socks. Or change your tie. Or put your jacket on. It's just too fast. So I rather wait on him than he waiting on me. Because he says he's in a hurry. I mean, God has a time. He says, 
I won't tarry. When he comes, he will not tarry. He will be gone. Now, what's the significance of a wake-up call? A wake-up call is given to us. It's very significant to a person who's on a journey. A traveler who knows sleep may just come. Now, there are many types of sleep. I'm looking at kind of sleeping types they are. There's a normal sleep where you sleep and some folks lose that sleep. It's called sleep deficit. Well, you know, in Christianity, we need more sleep deficit than we ever had. In Christianity, we need more sleep deficit than we have. In fact, most Pentecostals have what's called dropsy in the Caribbean. Dropsy means you're always sleeping. They drop into sleep. Amen? And some of us sleep because we're diabetic. Hello? And the sugar knock you off your feet. But then there's a spiritual sleepiness where you're totally unaware of what's going on. If it was not important, the Bible wouldn't spend so much time talking like this. Let us now sleep as others do. So the Bible is confessing some of us are sleeping. And another one says, it's high time to wake out of our sleep. Now, some people, the most dangerous time in your relationship with that person is waking that individual up. They wake up slinging and kicking and snorting and I mean, it's dangerous. And my wife can say amen. She says, hello, honey. Because she knows it's dangerous. Hello. One time she came too close and said, honey, it's me. I said, okay, okay. Bad sleeper, bad waker. But God says, awake now to sleep us. And Christ shall give you Life and light. And then the Bible says, And they all slept. And they all slept. And the Bible says, Let us not sleep as others do sleep. And then the worst kind of in the Bible is in chapter 11 of 1 Corinthians. So many of us slept. Or sleep. Who takes the Lord's Supper on deservingly. Now, I got my phone to wake me up because I don't trust the radio. Sometimes the radios don't help me at all. It failed to come on. But I need someone to alert me, give me full alert. It's time to take action. It's time to change my situation. It's time to change my modus operandi. I need a paradigm shift. I need to wake up, stir up, get up. Get dressed up. I'm going on a journey and I don't want to miss my flight. I don't know about you on those things right now, but I'm going to have a flight out of here, friend. I'm going to go on a journey that won't be long. The Bible says the night is far spent. There's salt in the air. This is your last call. We're about to close the door. It is your last call. Mr. So-so, will you please shop right now? We are about to close the door. It's your last, last call. It's your final call. Will you please run? Don't you walk. Run. Get a ride. I wonder if I'm being prophetic right now. This could be our last call. The door is about to be closed. Hallelujah. 
The response should not be a cause of optimism. It should be one that alarms you. People who do not run at the call, at the wake-up call, at the tension getter, people are so lost in the subconscious that no awakening effort can shake them. These are the people that we call left behind. These are the people that could have been, should have been, ought to have been, and somebody take and took their seat. No plane goes empty seat if they can avoid it. There's always somebody on standby. There's somebody on standby want to take Trevor place. Always has been. Always will be somebody like a Jacob want to take your birthright. If you don't think it's important, he won't take it. There's always a Delilah that want to cut your hair. There's always a Jehel that want to put a nail in your temple. There's always a David servant who wants to cut the glory off your, your garment, my friend. There's always someone, and if there's ever time you're going to be awake and alert, it's right now. Jesus Christ told me, sleeping the time we fall in the diverse temptation. For in a moment, when you think not, now, coming back from where we were, my wife got a limp a little bit, so we know we can't stay too far from the gate. When you got infirmities, you need to be close to the gate. When you feel the struggle, that's when you need to be close to the gate. Because, honey, that infirmity can keep you from getting to the gate. Mephibosheth couldn't get there fast enough because he was limping. Hello, on the devil, like when you're limping and you can't run like you used to run. Paul said, who did they know you are? I got some infirmity. So if you got infirmity, make allowance there. Get there before you're needed to be there. So when the gates are open, you're going to be right in there. I'm going to tell somebody, God is trying to get a wake-up call, and they're not paying attention to the sign. Can you clap your hands? Now, I, I, I don't know about hunting. I don't hunt too much. I don't, it was a hunter. My family was no hunter. But I know a snare is a trap where everything looked like business as usual. We in the world of comatose. We the Lord said, don't tell me, don't shake me, don't wake me up, leave me like I am. I'm in my comfort zone. I'm going to in the workplace, in the church place, in the home place. They're saying, don't tell me, don't allow me. But church, there's terrorists out there. There's spiritual terrorists out there. There's spiritual terrorists in the church. If there's every time we need an attention getter, if there's every time we need someone to penetrate my complacency and get me off my leaves now, we can't sleep through. We gotta pray through. I can't miss an appointment to talk to God. I must continue my devotion with fervor. This is not time to drag your way into church. It's time to press your way into the church. Let's worship God right now. Paul is telling us the time is far spent. That means it's all used up. And it's time to get up and get ready and don't wait for him to come. And be ready. Not get ready, but be ready. Okay, Pam. Why, Lord, for as a snare. No, I've never missed a plane in my life. Except one time, and I learned a lesson, 
And from that time, I always pre-check in. I've checked in. Right now, I've got my passport for heaven. I'm ready. If I drop dead now, right to heaven. Hallelujah. I don't need an altar. I've made my reservation clear. I tell them, Shanda, I checked in. Hallelujah. I made my connection. You know what? Because when you checked in, the chance that you've been checked off is, 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 is not that easy. Because you have taken up your space. Nobody is sitting in my chair. Well, in Nigeria, I'm not sure who see that took, but I pray God, let them have the diarrhea, please, so they can't show up. And they didn't show up. I'm not sure what they had, but they had something that kept them back, and I sat in their seat. I want to tell you, honey, somebody is where? Someone trying to take your place and take your seat and take your town. It's your wake-up call. It's time to wake up. The time is spent. The night is gone. What God's trying to say, the world is coming to an end. The world is in darkness. It's coming to an end. And the signs are, wake up. He's sleeping. Wake up. Why? Because things are happening that never used to happen. Now, when you travel on the highway, there are road signs out there. One person you don't want to give driver's license to is one person that sleeps all the time, sleep and drive. It's a dangerous thing behind the wheel and sleep. I promise you, you will not reach your designed destination. You're going to crash. You're going to go out there to the side. If you make it home, it's by luck or by the grace of God that you made it home. Can you say amen? You just don't give it to that person. Because you can't, you know, we've got an unruly car that will not go where you want it to go. Now, we got these, these, these manless cars coming in. We just put it to drive and tell them where to go and take you there. I don't like those cars at all. Hello? I want to put my hand on the steering wheel. I want the car where I said, turn right, you turn right, not turn left. Hello, somebody. And so God is giving some wake-up signs. I'm going to shock you. How many of you know that right now in the USA, there are 30,000 guillotines reserved to execute people who are on a life sentence? I knew that. Look it up on your computer. I'm done. I'll check the preacher out. Hallelujah. 30,000. They want to eliminate the use of needles, the use of the gas chamber. They say it's too slow and so unsure, and it tortures people. They want to be a torturous death where it's quick and and precise. 30,000. And it's in the system to be used in place of. In fact, judges have been calling for it. They said that a firing squad is too too drastic. The needle is too insecure. It's not assured. And people, they see them torture within an hour or so. They said, we don't like that. So let's do it. We used to do it. They said, let's use the guillotine. And their FEMA, as well as the United States President, have authorized 30,000. Look it up. What does it mean, church? Revelation 20 says, And they that lost their head. 
for the name of Jesus Christ. They may have you in mind now, but in Iran, that's what would happen to you. In Saudi Arabia, that's what would happen to you. In Issa's culture, that's what they would do to you. They capture you. Hello? And in other countries, they capture the fire squad you. But in, in over here, they just put a needle in your body and you're gone. Now, I'm trying to tell you, what does it mean when you hear there are 30,000 guillotine already in place? What does that mean? I told it mean to you, absolutely nothing. Just like 20 years ago, when I was teaching about a cashless society, it was a joke. It was a joke. It's not a joke today. You can't get in a hotel based on cash. They don't want your cash. Now, to you, don't mean that much. But to me, it's a wake-up call. The guillotine is a wake-up call. Isis is a wake-up call. They're dying for the name Jesus. At the hand of crucifixion. At the hand of a guillotine. You said, it don't mean nothing. That's right, because you're sleeping. They all slept. And you say, it can't happen here. But I'm talking about in the United States. The first of God. You said, I'll never take the mark of the beast. And I can prove to you this morning, every one of you already started taking one already. You got a sin number in your pocket. You can't work without it. You can't buy or sell without it. Can you? Can you buy or sell without it? Maybe you can buy right now. Maybe you can sell. But you can't work without it. And to go on the airplane that said, we want a government issued ID. It don't mean nothing to you. And you suffer in your pocket. And you suffer in your purse. And you comply. My question is now, when they attest this little, little agenda and says, if you believe in Jesus, you can't have that government approved ID. Therefore, you can't travel. And therefore, you can't get the job. In, 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 in Pakistan, you can't get a job if you don't belong to the Islamic faith. You can't even register your child if it's born in any hospital. If it's not Muslim, you say, what does that mean, Pastor? Nothing. That's right, because you're asleep. What's happening is, you are a frog in a kettle. And you're being cooked slowly. You're being tenderized. You're making accommodation for the devil's plan. And don't even know it. You're just being brought right in. You're being snared. Hello? And in your pocket, I said, now, give me a sin number. I can tell you mine by memory. You all have a sin number. Why is it called a sin number? Will it culminate in the number 666? Six, six, six. You said, Pastor, that will never happen. How do you know it's not already in place? How do you know it's not yet for revelation? I'm telling you, you are the end time generation. You are the generation that's having the wake-up call that it's time to wake out of sleep and our slumber and to understand because Jesus Christ said, when you see these things. 
I know when I'm close to Fort McMurray because I see the road signs. I know when I'm far from it because I can't see it. And if I go to sleep, I don't even know where I'm at. Can somebody hear me? What does it mean when the government says, this church, no church can preach against sodomy? What does that mean? Exactly what they told Lot. Who made you a judge over our behavior? It don't mean nothing, Pastor. Maybe not to you, but to me, when I put it all together, I'm seeing a wake-up call being offered to me that the days of Lot and the days of Noah is here. But why don't we get worked up about it? Because we are sleeping. But God said, I'm giving you specific warning signs. I call you to watch. Watch and pray. When you see these signs, it's a wake-up call to pray that you be accounted worthy to escape this world, the thing that's coming upon this world, and to stand before the Son of Man, and you tell me that nothing should be should be working me up. I'm too cold, but uh, we will hype. No, it's a hype church. It's a wake-up call. It's time to watch and pray, and get your lamp trim and your loins garnered, and your feet shod, because uh, the time is far spent. Okay, Pastor Jesus. I heard oftentimes boats, canoes from around the world kept sizing 600, 1,000, 500, 20, and you carry on like nothing is happening? Like nothing is happening? You know what you're saying? Don't wake me up. I'm enjoying my sleep. You hear about pestilence with rapidity in the Caribbean, in Europe, in America. Infestations touching every level of society. Antibiotics not working. Disease are enjoying antibiotics, eating it up. Rodents are eating up what we used to plague them with. You said nothing is happening? The ecological system is going haywire. Every country, every part of the world is having some calamity and catastrophe. Hello. And around the world, color codings are going up to give advance warning. And then, people are being killed, murdered, slaughtered, genocide, ecological upset. We're seeing rumors of, and hear rumors of wars and pestilence and earthquakes and famine. As I speak right now, earthquakes all around the world. You can't number them fast enough. The news don't know which one to talk about. Racial disharmony, kingdom against kingdoms, and, and famine and pestilence. You name it all. What is it going? What is it telling me? It's an advance warning to a sleeping church. Let's worship God. The advance warning to those who are awakened and a snare to those who are sleeping. We are actually living in the beginning of sorrows. I know a lot of Christians tell me, Pastor, it's too dreadful, I've got time to listen to the news. That's not what Jesus told me. He said, when you hear these things, 
And when you see these things, there's time for you to take note that I'm giving you a wake-up call that you're closer than when we first begin. Now, church, if this is a beginning of sorrow, and there's distress and perplexity of nations around the world, and things are in the way they are, what does it tell me? It's time for me to wake up. A thief is successful only when we're sleeping. You're building foundation. Now, it's time for me to check my foundation. Is this sandy or is this rock? It's time for me to check the level of my oil in my vessel. Am I filled up or half filled? Do I think I have time? How do I? I'm afraid of running out of time. What should I be doing? What about my garments? When do you iron your robe? When do you get the wrinkles out? When do you get the spots out? When do you move all those things? Because he said, when I come, he says, the twinkling of an eye. As you were, you will be caught. He that is filthy, he that is holy, he that is righteous, there are freeze. I saw this at the airport several times. The guy ran, ran out of time, and ran to the gate and go. And they wouldn't open to him. Once they closed those two gates, I don't care what's in your hand, you're not going to fly that plane. We're pushing back. We're pushing back. The plane is destined to go, but you're not destined to go. Let's worship God. Amen. We're seeing snares. Snares mean when you think not, when you know not. Don't have the false security of Sodom and Gomorrah. Fullness of bread, eyeless of time. And think you can live any way you feel like with your illicit sex and your immorality. And think you're getting by. No, my friend, when this destruction comes, it is sudden. I often thought about, thought about it. How many miles did those angels walk to get to Lot's house? And did anybody saw them? And never to know that these guys were different. Except the Sodomites. They said, we don't know these men. They're different. It didn't touch them to ask for salvation. They asked for more immorality. They were caught for it. And Jesus said, as in the days of Sodom, church, I'm telling you, evil wives are being turned to Sodomites. Husbands who watch filthy, nasty, dirty magazines expect their wives to behave like those filthy girls. Immorality. Amen. God says unnatural desire. Unnatural affection. This world says, do it if it feels like it, do it. Pay for it. you got lots of money. you got lots of friends. Do it all. There's a lot. It's wife. Lot knew the truth. But did nothing about it. Lot offered accommodation. For wrong stuff. Wouldn't deal with it. Lot's wife was defiant. She knows. The angel gave her a cup of grace. And said, leave and run. Your family don't want it, but you should want it. Run anyhow. Don't look back. It's over. It's over. Don't look back. And she in defiance looked back 
and gossip as it was in the days of Noah, in the days of Lot and Lot's wife, so shall it be church. I don't need to tell you that. You can look in the church and see it's happening. It's happening to backsliders and would-be backsliders. It's happening out there, lesbians, homosexuals, government, a part of it, everybody's a part of it. It's fulfilling the word of God. It's time it's a wake-up call. It's just time to get ready. Jesus is coming, and you must be ready or be left behind. You've never felt what it's like to be left behind in an airplane. It's a terrible feeling. Your luggage can't go. Now, what are these signs? While the world is sleeping, unaware, you hear wars and rumors of war as I speak. Around the entire globe, there are wars. Every country is involved in, in Canada, is involved in wars. Everywhere around the world, ecological upset in Canada. We've got distressive nations everywhere, pestilence, famine. I was so glad when our brother stood in the UN and told him that Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. But more and more we're pushing him out of our lives, out of our family, out of our churches. We have religion, we have songs, but we said don't mention his name. Amen. You know, use anything but the name Jesus. Don't mention him. Why? And people are dying for that name. And we said all things continue as they were from the beginning. That's a lie. All things are not continue. Church, if nobody else in make money believe that this is it, we should. Hey, the kangaroos and the elephant believe the flood was coming. The giraffe believe. The mongoose believe. They went on the ark and they believed rain was coming and they survived and humanity could not. Praise God. In the shame that the only thing remained in the Garden of Eden were the animals God created. But man that God created could not stay there. He drove them out. Because the animals never lived like man did. Unless we interfere with them, they will live the way God designed them. Can you raise your hand and worship God? And say, God help me. I know we're heading for a famine. A famine for hearing the word of God. You don't even care if the Bible is real or not real. You buy any kind of Bible, but my Bible tells me before we come, people are going to run to and fro to hear the Word of God and shall not hear it. There's a famine coming for His Word. Church, I don't mean man's Word. I mean God's Word. Do you know the difference? If you take away God's plan of salvation, how can we be saved without a preacher? How can he preach except he be sent? How can he be sent except God guide him into a message? You can't preach all the doctrine. I'm trying to tell you, church, when I hear about calamities of nations and global famine and storm and, and, and foundations are falling and kingdoms are toppling, it's a destiny. It's a wake of call. How do I know that? Message 24, go there. Look what Jesus Christ gave us. Advance warning. And if that's true, church, I never seen one late starter for airplane walk. They ran. <laughs> Do they walk? They ran. Why don't we run to God's gate? Why don't we run before it's too late? Why don't we run before God's come to door on us? 
Well, see, you don't know, think can happen to you. Most girls who got killed, raped and killed, are girls who thought it could never happen to me. And they lower their guards, ignore advance warning, and walk right into a trap. A lot of people are doing that right now. Anybody but me. It can't happen to me. Matthew 24. Talk about falseness. It's a false Christ. Rumors of wars. Famine. Earthquakes. Pestilence. Distress of nation. Kingdom against kingdom. Amen. Signs of the sun. The moon. The stars. Massive deception. People. Amen. In Georgetown get the scene. A whole lot more like them. Amen. Christian persecution, the budding of the fig tree, Daniel's prophecy of the abomination that will cause desolation, when they cry peace and safety, beheading, and it goes on and on. They said nothing is happening. Church, I can't join the city of McMurray and live the way they live. I know too much. The first thing I do when I'm on a cell phone, thank God helps me, is to check in. I can't wait to go by the gate to check in. The line is too long. I said, the line is too long. And that's how I missed my first flight in McMurray. The line was too long. I was there, I thought, on time. But people, as a lineup, by the time I got to the cousin of Saul, sir, you are late. I said, I was not late. I was in the lineup. I said, too bad. Then I learned I should pre-book. Let's worship God. Let's worship God. Advanced warning is talking to somebody right now. Unusual global signs. Pacific warning signs are given to you. The wake of call. The full alarm is everywhere. Stormy warnings are everywhere. It's going off. The noise can be heard. The worst thing happened to a woman in the book of Solomon's song. She said, I hear is knocking on the door. But I'm sleeping. I'm sorry. I just can't get up. I know the voice. I know I was knocking. But I'm just too sleepy. I can't let him in. But when she decided to get up, he was gone. Now stand. He was what? Gone. He was gone. If there's every time I need to know I got the Holy Ghost is now. If there's one thing I will not do. I will not put my head in the lap of Delilah. She don't love me. She would have cut me off. Hello. Do we have to face the guillotine someday? You never know. Did you know there's a war right now? Martial law would be in place. You know what martial law mean? Shoot on sight. Hello? You see, it can't happen to me. They said there are sleeping cells in Canada. I didn't say that. Experts said that. The Canada and America are sleeping cell terrorists. Waiting for a command to release their venomous evil on snared people. It sounded about it to me. The devils are roaring. Lion. 
begin to devour who he may. Praise God. But do remember David that says, I killed a lion and I slew a bear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's going to simple right now. Will you bow your heads right now? Think about what you're doing to yourself. It's called ICDC 9E978 code. It is in place to fulfill Revelation 20 verse 6. Could they could it be their billion to one day behead Christians? Did you know all these days your Akarina and your stadium will become gladiators center where Christian bodies will be massacred like in the days of Rome? The only difference in the stadium today and the Akarina they have got pucks. When the days of Rome it was your head. Christian heads, Christian bodies, in the arena, in the hockey arena, in the, in the boxing ring. He said, Pastor, you're a fear member. No! I'm saying, don't be blinded. Wake up from your unconsciousness, from being oblivious. Wake up! Shake yourself and say, I need more church, not less church. Somebody, God's talking to you right now. There's a full warning being given to somebody. We got Samson's in here, and Delilah's out there waiting for you. Church, while we sleep, other son tears, house to house. Sister, no mighty man. The girl fooled him and gave him some milk, put him to bed, and kill a mighty man with just a nail. I want to ask you right now, who's God trying to wake up right now? The night is far spent. That means. We are at the end of time. The darkness of this world has come to a close. It's time to wake up. Who is God calling to you? I hear an unfamiliar sound. It's shocking. It's warning me. It's telling me, get up! Get out of here! Is your Jonah in here? Jonah, wake up, sleeper! There's a storm about us! Don't you hear the noise up top? Don't you feel the rocking of the boat? Doesn't that shake you? Where are you going anyway? Who are you? What are you up to? He said, I'm running from God. I want to ask you, how long will you run from God, my friend, with all these things going on? Somebody in this building is ignoring the signs and you're living like nothing is happening. You're making the same mistake the world's making. All things continue as they were from the beginning. That's a lie. We got cell phones, they never used to have those. Hello? We got test tube babies, they never used to do those. Hello? They land on the moon, they never used to do that. Knowledge have increased, that's changed. That's the sign of the end time. You need to have your lamps trimmed and your oil in your vessel full. You need more of God, not less of God. God told a sleeping apostle, he said, Peter, I want you to wake up and pray with me, lest you enter in temptation. He never heeded the call and ended up cussing and swearing and betrayed Jesus. He said, I'll never do that. Well, we'll see.
Can somebody calling today? Call. 